take off, take flight with you. For we never fly, but we're flying. Welcome back to another episode on Take Flight Podcast. It's a takeaway segment with your favorite co-host, Pabilo Timbo. So it's actually the second week of January, and I thought it would be a perfect time uh, to record an episode around setting targets using the process of reflective questions and frameworks to really increase the probability of your success. So I've been setting personal and professional targets now for a number of years, um, and I've been very intentional about the journey that I've been on, right? And every year I get the opportunity to learn what's working and what's not working. So this episode is, is really just speaking from experience, trying my best to sort of cut out the BS and the fluff that you may have heard from other um, avenues and sources and just trying to share what really works. So I want this to be a step-by-step guide. So grab a pen, piece of paper, and I want you just to start writing ideas that come to mind as you listen to me sort of narrate um, this segment. And of course, you can always go back and listen to some areas in more detail um, as I go through the steps. So the first thing I want to do actually is I want to set the scene with a number of statistics that actually may resonate with you actually around about now. Um, you might listen to this and think, yeah, that sounds like me and I want to do something about it. Um, that sounds like me every single year, or I know someone that's going through that right now. So the truth is, when it comes to New Year's resolutions and goals, most people quit before the end of January. And they actually say, statistically speaking, 43% of people are expected to fail before February. So think about that. We're, on, we're not even 30 days into the year, and people have given up already on their dreams, resolutions, and targets. And you have to ask yourself why. Almost one in four quit within the first week. And around the second and third week of January is where most of the 43% sort of fall down. And funny enough, they say actually it's on a Friday. So what's happening? You know, why are we 15, 20, 20 days, 25 days into the year and we've given up on these targets and on these goals? Were they meaningful? You know, how did you set them? So these are the questions that, you know, as we start to go through the steps, you can really start to think about. And actually what they say is only actually 9% make it to the very end, right? So only 9% reach December 31st. Um, and 2023. So this is all about becoming the 1%. Everything we do is about the 1% mindset. Um, but we want to be in that top 10% quarter, right? So how can we do that? So the very first thing I'll do, um, and the very first step to starting the process is I always say, before you set a direction, have you reflected on the journey and the distance that you've actually traveled? And I think too many times we sort of get to December 31st and we start to say, okay, I think I know what I actually want to work on. I think I know what I actually want to do without meaningful information and meaningful data. So what, what I say is, you know, what you're looking for, in order to create meaningful targets, you need meaningful data, right? You need information that's going to really help you take you to the next level. So I think you, I think people can start here with trusted feedback from peers, friends, families, colleagues. I think it's a great way to learn more about yourself. And it's a great way to show things about you that perhaps you don't quite already know, but other people can see. All of this is actually to help you in um, setting and shaping some targets. So the very first thing exercise I would recommend you to do if you haven't done so already, and they say feedback is the breakfast for champions, is to create a short message and it reads something like the following. So dear, you know, so-and-so, you know, I've known you for however, you know, so many years now, and I really want to make 2023 my best year. Could you please sort of um, help and support? Um, and by doing that, answer a couple of questions that I actually have. So I think the first question could be, what do you think are my strengths? And then counter to that, at the same time, what do you think are my weaknesses? The second question or line of question could be, what is one thing that you actually think I should stop doing that maybe I'm not aware of myself? 
and what's something that you think I should sort of continue doing more of, right? It's just a big benefit. It's, it's again, it's something that I might not be aware of. And number three, the final question that you want to get some feedback on from, from peers is what's the one thing that you think is holding me back from reaching my full potential? A very, very powerful question that you shouldn't necessarily be answering just yourself, right? You know, pose that question to people that have known you for a number of years. You'd be very surprised that sort of what the feedback may be. So I would recommend putting this together, sending it to actually about five to 10 um, different people and see what comes back. And hopefully the idea here is actually that you're trying to sort of see some common themes. You want to see some red threads that run through um, the feedback that perhaps you can start to start to use as sort of powerful data points when actually coming to set your targets. All we're doing here though, is just putting together some feedback, right? Now, whilst you're waiting for this feedback, this is all part of step one. I would recommend and, and highly recommend that you create some time to think and, and go through a series of reflective questions. One of the things that we don't do enough as humans is we don't create an, enough time in our calendar just to actually think, right? To stop, pause for a second and think about exactly that what we're doing and are we on the right course? So here are 10 questions that you can ask yourself before we've even thought about setting targets for 2023. The first question is, what do you have today that you're grateful for? We cannot overlook the importance of gratitude as a feeling, as an emotion. And every single one of us have actually, you know, come from somewhere, right? We've got a lot of positives that we want to build on and you should build on. Um, and I think it's very important to sort of take stock and inventory of all the things that you have that are helping you to where you are now. And that will help you to get you to the next level. Second question now is getting crystal clear and understanding what is it that you want? And why do you want those things that you want? And, and perhaps, and go in again, right? Asking yourself why five times on, on what do you think that you want? Very, very important. Counter to that, and I'm not sure if we, we tend to always have an idea of what we want. Do we know what we don't want, right? So third question is, what don't I want? What year don't I want to achieve, right? And, and as you start to write this list, you start to look at it and say, actually, I'm really going to make sure I do everything in my power to make sure I don't see this or experience it. So what habits don't I want? What year don't I want? What, you know, what don't, what, what life don't I want to live? Very important to get that clarity. The fourth thing is, is there one thing you could work on in 2023 that could change your life? If so, what would that be? Here, number, number four is getting us to think about ruthless prioritization. You're going to have a number of ideas that you're going to want to work on and set, and that's fine. But if there was just one thing, what would it be? And, and why would that be the thing to change your life? It's just something that's important to think about and keep in mind. Number five is what price are you willing to pay in order to get what you want? There's no success without sacrifice. And you have to be aware of the level of price that you're willing to pay in order to reach the next level, in order to realize those goals that you're going to set for 2023, right? So that's very important. And you don't want anyone else, you know, you don't want to listen to other people's prices and sacrifices. What are you prepared to pay? What are you prepared to sacrifice? Because the level of sacrifice will determine the level of success. Number six is... What vices, bad habits, traits are you prepared to give up in order to reach the next level? We all have a series of bad habits. We all have a series of vices, whether we know it or not, that are holding us back, right? And, and the idea is to minimize these, get control over these in order to actually be able to realize our full potential. And a vice is anything that has control over us, control over us that we don't quite have control over. So it's very important to understand these, list them out, write them. And this is a paper and pen exercise. I think there's, there's a lot of power in writing. Number seven is how will this year be different to, to last year? What is it you're going to do, right? It's not going to be different because you've set different targets. There's something that you have to do differently in order to achieve uh, different results. And this, this is the, 
this this is about it doesn't matter what level of success you're currently at we can always be asking ourselves these piercing questions to continue further in our mindset and pushing on and achieving our goals number eight is about describe your perfect day in 2023 right so I think it's very important that once you've got these targets in mind that we've eventually set, you go and start to look at it in the micro picture. What am I doing on a day-to-day basis in order to get to that end picture? Describe your perfect day. No limitations. What is your perfect day in 2023 look like? And as you draft it out, you're actually going to start to see how you can start to move closer towards that day, despite where you are today. Number nine is what happens if I don't achieve my full potential, who are you actually going to sort of let down? I think a biggest, a big mistake is thinking that we set goals for ourselves and, and the goals that we set don't impact other people. Whatever you set impacts yourself, your friends, your family, they impact the community. And hopefully one day you want your goals to be able to impact the country and beyond. And the last question is, how do you want to feel on December 31st, 2023? And this is very important because it comes back to this, to the to the point around emotions and feelings, and we can't overlook how we want to feel. So, so think about that, right? I want to feel accomplished. I want to feel proud. I want to feel um, um, happy. You know, I want to feel um, maybe it's not enough, right? So, be very clear on on what it is that you actually um, want to feel by the end of two thousand twenty-three. So, step one is all about reflection. Step one is all about feedback. And if you notice, I'm not diving in until setting goals, until I've got some meaningful information before I set that. So I think I think that's very, very important to do. And I think a lot of times we sort of dive straight in and we haven't gone through the necessary process to really think about, are these the right goals um, for me? Are these the right targets? And it might be one of the reasons as to why a lot of people fell in the second, third, fourth week of January. They're not meaningful enough, okay? Now I move on to sort of step two. Um, step two this is a recommendation from my side in terms of frameworks. You can build your own framework, but it's just giving you some to, something to work on. So step two is all about how do we take the stuff that we've collected in step one and put it into a framework, right? A framework that we can actually look at every single day, a framework that we can actually work with, a framework that can actually guide us to making sure that every day, month, quarter, you know, we, we really have that, that piece that we've worked on to help us, right? It's like a, it's like a finished painting, Okay. So I call this framework the home, typical from a property investor, right? How I was visualizing. The first part of this, this framework is on the bottom, right? It's, it's, you know, the first part of a building the house is the foundation. So I call this your core enablers, right? And so usually what you want to, and, and this is all about what is essential to your success. It's not possible to achieve success without it. And on this, on this core enablers, you can have things along the lines of health, you know, routine, um, it could be something about spiritual faith. It could be mindset, but these are absolutely essential in order to even begin working on your targets, right? Without these, nothing, nothing happens. So think about those core enablers that are uh, for you. And I'm going to help you understand how we bring the questions from step, the answers from step one into these frameworks, right? So it all connects together. The next, the next level um, up is now your pillars, your strategic pillars, right? And here is your big bucket areas, your key focus areas um, that you now are thinking about wanting to work on based on the information that you've actually been collecting um, from step number one. The point above that is called your guiding principles, right? So what are going to be your reminders, rules, and themes to help you um, as you go along, right? So you've got your core enablers, you've got your pillars just above that, you've got another layer, which is called your guiding principles. And then at the very end of the house, obviously, is the roof, which I believe should be your ultimate um, vision, right? So something that, although we're setting 2023 goals, 
we also need something that's going to keep us pulling us towards the future's pulling us forward, right? Always keeping that sort of long, long-term view in, in mind, right? So let's say you've drawn this out, you've drawn out this house, and I'm going to help you understand which questions fit into which areas of the house. So if you remember questions two, three, and four, right? What do you want, right? Why do you want it? What don't you want? And if there's only one thing that you can work on to change your life, what would that be? What would that be? So these three questions are to help you fill out your strategic pillars, right? Across the actual bulk of the house and also your core enablers, right? So the answer from these and maybe some feedback from your trusted peers help you to get to this level. And in questions five to actually 10, so what prices are you willing to pay? What vices are you going to give up? How this year is going to be different than last year? Describe your perfect day, right? What happens if you don't achieve your potential? How do you want to feel? All of these are going to be guiding principles. So you've got, you can write these out. It's a list of, 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 you know, it's a summary of those, of those answers. And it's, it's a guiding principles to help you understand as you're going along the journey, you've got these pointers or these road signs that are reminding you, if I don't achieve the targets that I've set, I'm going to let, you know, my family down. I'm going to let my friends down. I'm going to let my mastermind down. I want to feel like, you know, an accomplished um, individual who's grown by the end of December 31st, 2003. And sometimes these um, triggers are helping us to sort of get over the hump when we're sort of middle of the year and get back on the track to achieving our progress. So it's very, very important um, that we have guiding principles. So this, this is important. Now, you can actually use any framework, right? But the idea of what I'm trying to communicate to you is how you sort of go for more of a reflective process into now actually setting and shaping, right? Which is very, very important. The third the third step and the final step is all about, this is, this is the most important step, I guess, we, is how do we increase the probability of success in 2023 and beyond, right? Why, why are 43%, you know, um, 50, 60, 70% of people not reaching their targets by the, by the end of the year? What's happening in that process? So I'll give you sort of, Five points. Each point is just as important as each other, right? So they're all they're all one. And these are some of the things that I want you to think about once you've set your targets and you've put your framework together as to how you can actually sort of get closer towards success. I can't guarantee you, I can't guarantee success from you listening to this, but I'm trying to get you closer towards realizing your goals. The very first thing that you have to think about and put in place is an absolute must, is you have to identify an accountability partner right? It's maybe one of the number one reasons as to why you haven't achieved the level of success you've been trying to achieve in previous years. You need someone who's checking in on you on a regular basis to basically hold you accountable for what you've actually set. It can't just be you. You can't be the only one telling yourself, I'm doing good. I'm not doing so good. I need to do this better. You need to have a coach or two or even three, maybe an accountability partner for each of the targets that you actually set. I've had several and I think it's probably one of the number one driving factors behind actually being able to, to a sort of achieve some of the goals that I've set, right? You need someone else thinking for you, about you, supporting you on your, on your journey. The second thing I recommend you to do is to reduce the amount of time you set for some of your targets, right? So move away for maybe a 12-month period of thinking. I've got 12 months to achieve this target. And actually move to three months. Set quarterly goals. Check in with yourself on a quarterly basis. And within three months you know, ask yourself, you know, ask yourself the question, what would it take to achieve whatever I think would be in 12 months, in six months, or less time than that? One of the things I try to recommend is people to reframe their mind to see the year, not from January to December, but a set of challenges, set of five, 10, 15 day challenges. We have to think about suppressing time 
because as humans, we take as much time as you give us, right? So if you give yourself 12 months, it will take 12 months. If you give yourself six months, you can actually start to think differently, right? And, and perhaps even, even get there. Third thing you want to think about, and it's, it's important, is measuring um, and tracking your progress. You can't master what you don't measure. And um, you won't realize any success or see any difference unless you're actually measuring. So you could this could be due with a pen and paper. You could actually be using a spreadsheet. You could actually be using apps on your phone. I actually use something called Strides. Really, really good to actually um, track your habits. But it has to be something that on a daily basis, you're actually just making a note to say, where am I compared to where I should be or where I need to be? Very, very important. You need your own personal KPIs. I, I liken it to the idea of most of, you know, people think about sports players, athletes. Take a basketball player, for example. At the end of every game, they get a stat sheet, very, very detailed stat sheet. So they understand exactly, right, their numbers throughout that game. Without this, would they be able to improve, right? So think about your own personal stat sheet, personal KPIs every day for the entire year. This will really make a difference. The fourth thing, but again, it's number one, is every strategic pillar that you've put in place in your house needs a strategic system. So no system, no success, right? So now we're starting to get into the secrets of what it really takes to achieve your goals. So if you just set goals, you just set targets and you stop there, you're more than likely to not realize that throughout the entire year. What you're missing, right, is a system. So let's say, for example, one of your strategic pillars is going to be knowledge. You're saying to yourself, this year, I want to increase my level of knowledge and information. And I'm going to do that by reading. That in itself is not enough. Because you may start well, you know, get to January, February, March, things happen. We know how this works. We've been trying for a number of years. And whatever happens, you said to yourself, oh, you know, I've read a couple books, but you haven't read the books you intended to read. And we're now at December and you want to start the goal again for the next year. Here's something you could do to change that. So you say you have to write down your system. My system could be I'm going to read from 8 to 9 a.m. every single morning on the way to work. I'm going to read a chapter or two chapters a day. And I'm going to make one to three points per chapter. I'm then going to send that summary to an accountability partner. Do you start to see how that system now starts to better fuel and guarantee that level of success? So this is something that you want to think about. Every single target that you set, put a system in place. And I guarantee you get you much closer to actually realizing that goal than you have done maybe in the past. So they say, amateurs, not that I'm calling you one, set goals, professionals, People that have mastery set systems, right? Systems allow you to go set the direction. Systems allow you to continue playing the game. Number five and the final one is you need to find people. Once you set your targets using the frameworks and, and step number one, you need to actually then find those who have been successful in your area. Very, very simple, right? You've got to seek those out. You've got to seek them out, find out how they've done it, study them. Don't learn. I would say study them, right? Join masterminds and you have to start talking a lot more about your progress and sharing your goals and ideas with other people who are on a similar journey. A big mistake to make, and I've mentioned this before, is thinking that this process is just about you. And this is a private process. It's, it's not, you have to go public. And I'm going to come onto that point a little bit later, right? So get around those who are in similar, similar thinking. You know, they're trying, they're failing, they're getting back up, they're trying again. And those who have actually successful in your space. So those are five steps. All, of, all, all are number one, all are important to help you become successful um, this year and get you closer to being successful. I also wanted to share some major truths to, to really achieving maybe success and another set of points that can even get you that much closer, right? Um, all speaking from personal experience. Um, so hopefully maybe some of these can resonate and you can try these out. Very first one, I personally think 
if you're really serious about um, your success, if you're really serious about actually, you know, meeting these resolutions and these goals that you've set, you need to go public with your targets. You can't keep them to yourself. People need to know what you're trying to achieve. Now, whether that's in a small mastermind, whether that's in a larger group, whether that's on social media, however you want to use it, you have to find a medium where someone else knows about what you're trying to achieve. And that weaves back into the idea of accountability partner and things of that nature. I'll give you an example of mind. One of the targets, one of the habits I wanted to build a couple of years ago was um, waking up before 5 a.m. I had an accountability partner in place. That's number one, which made a difference. The second thing I did was I went public. So every morning I would post, I would timestamp when I woke up on social media. What I've now done is created this pressure. So, because I know people are watching and I don't want people to think, oh, he started it for a couple of days and he stopped. That's an embarrassment, right? And that's what happens when you go public. You now put it out there and you're not actually going to work towards it. People are going to want to see you achieve it. So two, three, four years on, 95% of the year, I'm waking up and beyond um, before five o'clock. And I think it's down to two things, going public and accountability partner. I know people are looking at it thinking, he's probably not going to wake up. Yeah, I woke up Sunday morning, again on Monday, again on Tuesday, kept on going, right? So think about that. What can you go public with? The second thing you need to do is don't fool yourself. You need to invest money into your actual targets. You've got to put some money aside, right? This is not a paper and pen exercise. And I just sit there and reflect and walk um, in the park. You really need to put some money aside, training, mentoring, support programs, uh, masterminds. And also money from a penalty standpoint with your, your accountability partner. If you don't achieve the milestones that you have in place, you need to pay a penalty. I've also done that. It's worked extremely well. I think there's no, I think, and I'll say, what I'll say to that one is there's no better way to create a new set of habits than putting some money on it. If you're losing money because you're not meeting these habits, very quickly, you'll realize you'll change. So that's something to keep in mind. The third thing I, the third thing I want to give you the license for, I'm giving you the license to do this. You should, you should do this. Kick off the targets that don't excite you as you progress throughout the year and focus on that one goal, which is why I was going back to one of the questions, which is what's your one thing? If you had to only pick one thing, what could you prioritize on that would change your life? Because the truth is, as you start to progress throughout the year, you're going to find yourself, you're going to find your energy moving into some two, three targets out of your six that you really want to get done. And the other three, don't feel bad about not focusing on the other three. Kick, kick them out, put them to a side, right? Because actually those two, three that you are focusing on is probably the 80% that you're looking for to change your life. So think about it, right? Okay, so get rid of the ones that are not um, maybe serving you or, or really getting you up pumped in the morning. And the final thing that I'll say, just before I close, the final thing, very, very important point. I learned this, I really experienced this last year and I've really started to see progress by keeping this as shaping in my mindset. If you want to see real progress um, in whatever you set this year and beyond, you have to master how to remove your feelings from the actual target itself, right? Too many times we create excuses, whether they're valid or not, it's still an excuse driven by how we feel. Can you take away how you feel? Because what you want to feel is what it feels like to achieve those targets. That's what you're really chasing but you're getting, your, you're, getting in, you're getting in the way of yourself because of how you may feel today or how you felt the day before. So that's something, that's a higher level of mastery, but that's something that if you can really work on, detach how you feel from the target and you will start to see real progress. So I hope, you know, those three steps um, give you something to think about. 
um, you know, really the first step, again, being that reflective process, you know, you know, you need to chase feedback. You need to be hungry for feedback. People are going to show things about you that perhaps you didn't know yourself. All of this helps to shape your thinking and shape your targets for the year ahead. Then ask yourself a couple of questions, right? And once you've got that information, you're going to have some rich information to work with. Put it into a, a framework. It could be my framework or a framework that you find somewhere else. But you need to put it in something that you, is structured, organized, that you can actually look at on a daily basis and help to guide you. And then the final step, and, and I really recommend you go back and listen to those points, is how do you get closer towards success um, than in previous years? What are the things that you actually need to do differently? And what are some major truths that I've shared that perhaps maybe one or two of those, you can say, actually, great idea. I'm going to adopt those. This can help. So once again, um, thoroughly enjoyed providing you with this uh, takeaway. Um, until then, be great. Um, really recommend you go through these steps. Share it with someone else that perhaps you think is still working on their targets. We're, we're not um, too late to sort of work on targets for the year. We're still in January. Um, so you really want to pace yourself and think it through uh, thoroughly. Meaningful data creates meaningful targets and hopefully that will be make the difference for you um, this year. So until next time, um, and if you've got any thoughts, if you've got any ideas, suggestions, please, again, reach out to us on, you know, Take Flight on Instagram or personally, you know, private message me and just share with me feedback thinking, right? You know, uh, this is working. This is, this, this is not working so much. What do you think about here? I'm open to providing um, some more thoughts um, around this. So happy to be in a dialogue with you guys at any point in time. Until next time, speak soon. Take off, take flight with you. Yeah. Before we never fly, but